0: Welcome to The Curious Podcast, where we are constantly in the process of getting to the bottom of shit. Hey guys, as promised, this episode will be a follow-up on the previous episodes about how sound and frequencies in something like music, for example, can be used to alter the mind. In the last episode, we went into more of the frequencies and how that can affect the human brain. So if you haven't listened to that yet, be sure to do so before starting this episode. People have always tried to blame violent video games for influencing kids negatively, even going as far as trying to make the link between school shooters and gaming which I can tell you has failed miserably for the media over the last few decades. What about music though? Can it make people violent, even murderous? You may have heard stories of people being inspired to do something because of a song they listen to. I've heard it a lot over the years myself. I teased last episode that I came across stories of people that had blamed murders on music as well as other wacky things that would not make sense normally. The year is 2002. George Bush is president. Brazil won the 2002 World Cup. The Department of Homeland Security has been newly created to fight threats of terrorism. Kelly Clarkson has won American Idol. And Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets has been released in cinemas everywhere. Good times my friends. 28 year old Ronald Petuch lived with his mother in New Jersey. He was quite into heavy metal music and a fan of the band Metallica. Ronald asked his mother to buy him cigarettes that day. It's not clear why he asked her or why he couldn't buy them for himself but his mum refused. He then bludgeoned his mother to death. According to newspaper The Philadelphia Inquirer, quote, Petuch then tied up his five-year-old niece, hopped on his motorcycle, and fled from the scene. That's when he happened upon 11-year-old Gregory Cat Nelson, innocently riding his bike to go meet with his friends. Without motive, Petuch pulled the boy from his bicycle and stabbed him, end quote. Ronald then dragged the innocent boy's body to a local pond. He then hopped back on his motorcycle and drove to a police station where he subsequently turned himself in. Wild, wild story indeed. Ronald was said to have suffered with mental illness for most of his life. I am so sick of hearing about people suffering with mental illness like we aren't all dealing with things every single day. I don't decide to murder people just because things didn't go my way. I digress though. Ronald's lawyer stated he was a, quote, paranoid schizophrenic that suffered from manic depression, end quote. Which again is not an excuse to murder people. I don't care what mental illness you have. If you senselessly murder, then you're a disgusting human being that deserves to be murdered too simple. Ronald also told anyone who would listen that he saw demons within the faces of everyday people. Like he'd just be walking down his street and see demons in babies' faces, old people's faces, young people's faces. Damn he is so brave for going out every day. Ronald claimed that on top of all these happenings a Metallica song titled Ronnie was actually what pushed him over the edge. He garnered a sudden obsession with the song after he stopped taking his meds. In his own words,, quote, "I was drinking and I was out of it. That song was always in my head too. There was just so much pressure building up. I caved End quote." Ronald's case went to trial as he decided to cosplay as a crazy person, and the jury deemed him to be sane and guilty. He was sentenced to 50 years without any chance of parole. I have never heard of this song, but I want to check it real quick to see if the lyrics are strange in any way. Wow, so as soon as I go to look up the lyrics of the song, I find that there's a small explanation about it and it says, quote, The lyrics are based on a 1995 school shooting in Washington state. The shooter was Ron Brown, who the other kids called Ronnie Frown, end quote. That's pretty dark, but we came for the lyrics. Okay, so this song is pretty fucking depressing. Let me read you guys the interlude. Quote, yeah, well, all the green things died. When Ronnie moved to this place, he said, don't you dare ask why I'm cursed to wear this face. Now we all know why children called him Ronnie Frown when he pulled that gun from his pocket, and they'd all fall down, 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 end quote. Oof. I want to give you guys a teaser of it so we can listen to it together. I don't know if I'll get in trouble for playing music, but it's only a snippet, and I'm not a huge creator, so I think I can get away with it. Just don't tell anyone about this, okay? If we all start feeling murderous after this, don't blame me. Blame the song. I'll be honest, the music slaps, like the electrical guitars are cool, but I wouldn't listen and sing along to this every day. Ronald was apparently obsessed and would listen to it constantly. There's no doubt in my mind that music has influence and power over people. Like I said last episode, I still stand by that. I also believe that we all have some level of free will. Maybe some are more prone to whatever delusions the music may create in their minds that then becomes their reality. Either way, I'm glad Ronald is behind bars for the rest of his unnatural life. Our next story is also in America. It seems to be the land of all the weird happenings. This incident took place in 1994. A police officer was doing the rounds in a Milwaukee neighbourhood, just like any other day. As the officer did his daily patrol in the police van, he got to an area near an empty lot. Unbeknownst to him, two 17-year-old boys lay in wait for him. One of the boys already had a criminal record longer than his arm. Some of his previous charges included drug possession and illegal possession of a firearm. Like a sniper, one of the boys shot into the police van as it was making a turn round a corner. The police officer died instantly and both boys were immediately arrested. When the shooter was asked why he did what he did, he simply answered that he was inspired by a Tupac Shakur song where he rapped about killing a police officer. So let's have a listen of this. Bit of inspiration, guys. Is making crack sales. Only fifteen, they got problems. Cops on my tail, so I failed till I
1: dodge them. They finally pulled me over and I laugh. Remember Rodney King and I blast on this punk ass. Now I got a murder case. You speak of Evan Pump. I never heard of the place. Wanted to come up fast. Got a hoops in the black mask, fucking bucket task. Now he's the jackass.
0: This song is such bad vibes, it gives me the creeps just listening to it. The negativity and hate is very palatable. Anyone listening to this repeatedly will be open to those energies, because I can feel it. Tupac was another agenda-based shill, that used music to mess with people. This is why he's glorified so much as he was part of the beginnings of the destructive and horrible gangster rap that subconsciously ripped apart black communities across America. Zero out of 10, I do not recommend this music to anybody. I'm not saying the boys had any excuses, but the shooter himself was only 17, young and impressionable, Listening to someone glorifying, killing a police officer, like it's something normal to do or something cool that can't end well, and this story continues today, sadly. I also saw a really interesting thing. I don't know if it's true because I wasn't around during those actually I was alive in nineteen ninety four but I was literally one years old. I didn't know if this was true, I wanted to add it into the episode because I thought it was interesting and it kind of shows what a piece of shit Tupac was. So, quote, Tupac was actually in Milwaukee for a concert. The concert nearly ended in disaster when Tupac insulted some of his fans, after which his bodyguard took out his gun on stage for everyone to see. End quote. And this was actually just a week before the boy shot the police officer. So yeah, it kind of shows you this is the nasty type of people that everyone was looking up to. Somebody that disrespected his fans and basically held his fans at gunpoint during a concert through his bodyguard. What the actual fuck? And people have posters of him and worship him to this day. Alright, our next musically inspired case is more in the near past. This involves four people, but one doesn't make it to the end of this story. James Edwards, 15, and Chase Luna, 16, were like any other teenagers in 2013. Obsessed with their phones, oversharing on the internet, and obsessed with music. The third person with them was their friend Michael Jones, who was 17 and the only one driving at the time. It was a Friday afternoon and the boys drove around in Michael's car when they noticed a slightly older athletic looking guy jogging. This was 23 year old Australian native Christopher Lane. Little did Christopher know that he had just caught the attention of the wrong crowd. The two younger boys proceeded to fire their guns at Christopher multiple times until he died. The boys were undetected for a few days, before they were caught and taken into police custody. When questioned about a motive, the two shooters said they were just bored and just decided to kill a random person. Upon inspecting the boys' phones, Edwards in particular had some strange posts on his Twitter account just before and just after the murder. The day before Edwards is alleged to have shot dead Christopher in a drive-by from a black Ford Focus, he tweeted about rapper Chief Keef. Two days earlier, he posted a chilling tweet that was a lyric from the rapper's song, I don't like. It read, quote, With my niggers when it's time to start taking lives. Other lyrics in the same song include pistol-toting, and I'm shooting on site. Today, Ford said, These boys were more into some rapper that goes around, his music is violent, more than gang stuff. One of the parents said, Something about rap. These boys have no respect for life, or authority, or society. It doesn't matter who it is. By one of their own words, they saw him go by, and they said, There's the target and they followed him and shot him. He could have been anybody walking down the street." End quote. Yeah, he really really could have been anybody because as I get into this, guys, it's funny as the police initially saw his tweets, Edward's tweets, and thought it was an outright confession of the murder. But then they realized, no, this is actually song lyrics from a Chief Keef song. Obviously, these officers were not aware of who the fuck Chief Keith was and then they realized oh this is a rapper from the drill genre which is constantly talking about violence and murder it's basically the entire genre summed up if you want to call it a genre that's being generous to be honest authorities deduced that James Edwards in particular was quite a big fan of Chief Keith and was likely influenced and inspired by the lyrical content in his music. There are even old screenshots of him, Edwards, tweeting at Chief Keith, as well as plans for he and his friends to target more unsuspecting civilians. So they weren't, one body wasn't enough for them. Clearly they wanted to rack up some more. Maybe to rap about it, I guess. Fuck. It's a tragic case, because not only did they waste their own lives and potential, but they stole somebody else's life. All for the fake persona the music gave them. Sadly, I will not be playing any snippet from a Chief Keef song, because I think that guy is an actual demon in human form, tasked to ruin lives through his music. Also, Drill is fucking trash. Why is this genre thriving, guys? Why? Why? This next one is kind of fucked up. I mean, all of these stories are fucked up, but buckle up for this next one.
1: I just killed my family with a knife. All of them. All three of them. What's your name? Michael Miller. This isn't a joke. I'm sorry? This isn't a joke. Okay. They're out here right away, because I am terrified. Are you sure they're not breathing? My son was. Where's your wife at? They're all here in the kitchen. They're someone out here right away. Okay, you need to stay on the phone with me, okay? I'm on the phone with you. Just right stay there. on the phone with me. Your name is what again, Mike? Michael Miller. Michael, okay. Why have you been having some problems? I don't know if it did something, but I'm not myself. I, I am I'm possessed. Where's your wife at? in the kitchen? Is she on the floor? Is She's she on the, the floor. Chair? She's on the floor. Okay, what's her name? Adriana Miller. <laughs> have you been drinking tonight? No, I'm not. Okay. You don't have any other weapons on you? No. Okay, what no. color shirt do you have on? Uh, I'm in my underwear. Okay, I've got officers on the way. You just need to stay on the phone with me till they get there, okay? okay. Do you, is there anybody else in the house? No. Do you have a shirt on or just your underwear? I'm just in I'm just in regular underwear. Are there any other weapons inside the house? No. Are you sure that you did this and you're not dreaming? No, I'm I'm positive. I'm positive. They are they are over there. They are dead. I'm not dreaming. Get them over here, okay. fast. they're on the way, Mike. You need to stay on the phone with me, okay? Okay. I've got them on the way. Why would your family be up this early in the morning in the kitchen? Well, my I, I worked nights. And I, I they woke up. I was threatening my wife with a knife, my kids came out. And I I killed my wife, and I killed both my kids. Okay, are you sure you're I'm not home. dreaming, Michael? I am positive. I swear to God, this is real. Do you have any blood on your hands? Yeah, it's all over me. It's all over me. Okay, Michael. Like I said, I'm staying on the phone with you until we get there, okay? You just need to stay on the phone with me. Can you go to another room? I'm outside. I'm waiting for them to come. No, I don't want you to be outside. Okay, I'm outside. God, Jesus, what's happening? Where do you work at? Up Pizza. And you just got off work? No, I got off yesterday at 9. I came home, but I couldn't sleep. I haven't. I haven't been sleeping. Okay. I had really a hard, 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 hard time sleeping. Okay, so you haven't been to sleep tonight. And no, why would you, Why is your family up at this time of the morning? Because I, I scared the shit out of them. I was screaming at the top of my lungs. Uh-huh. And I killed them. Do you have any other family members here in the Glendale area? Not in Glendale, well, her family. Her family lives here? Yes. Yeah. Have you ever had any type of thoughts of doing this before? Never, never, ever, ever. It just hit me like a brick in the face. I don't even know why I did it. I don't even have a well, valid Mike, reason. Michael, I'm, I'm hoping that you're just dreaming this.
0: I, hope I pray to God bit. this is a dream.
1: Okay. I hope-, hope to God this is a dream. I hope I am just fucking freaking out. Okay. I hope to God it is, but it's not. It's real. God, please. Okay, it's your son, and who else? My daughter. Can you go over and... Can you? No, go- I can't. I cannot. Why not? I CAN'T LOOK AT WHAT I DID. OKAY, WELL, YOU NEED TO. YOU NEED TO FACE UP TO THE REALITY OF THIS. YOU NEED TO GO AND HELP HIM. OKAY, WHAT CAN I DO? OKAY, I NEED... MICHAEL, WHAT CAN I DO? MICHAEL, LISTEN TO ME. WHAT I NEED, what you, to, I do? What I need YOU TO DO RIGHT NOW IS I NEED YOU TO GO TO THE FRONT DOOR AND I NEED YOU TO STEP OUTSIDE okay. WITH YOUR HANDS UP IN THE AIR AND STAY ON THE PHONE WITH ME. OKAY. ARE YOU GOING OUTSIDE? YEAH. YOU'RE OUT THE FRONT DOOR? YES. OKAY, YOU NEED TO PUT THE PHONE DOWN AND PUT YOUR HANDS UP IN THE AIR put your hands up in the air after you put the phone down put the phone on the ground and put the hand put your hands in the air
0: that 911 operator is fucking incompetent how are you asking someone that murdered their entire family if they are sure they're not dreaming or why his family was up at that time i feel like it was her first day or maybe this was her most extreme call and she just wasn't prepared on how to react so she just started asking really stupid questions. You know the kind of questions that people ask during small talk when they're just trying to fill the silence. In 2009, Michael Miller, who you heard in that 911 call, came home from work and started attacking his wife, seemingly out of nowhere and for no reason. That's when his kids ran down, hearing the commotion, Michael then turned to his children and began stabbing them too. Michael's wife and daughter died from their injuries. His son though, only 4 years old and sustaining 11 stab wounds, managed to survive. When in custody, Michael was asked why there were such a significant number of stab wounds on his son's body, to which he replied that he stabbed his son more because he loved him more. Don't ask me what that means, guys. I can't decode that because I'm not a psychotic murderer. Michael then went on to tell investigators that he was possessed and that his wife was a demon. Before attacking his wife in the early hours of the morning, Michael stated that he began chanting the lyrics of an Eminem song. Focusing on the lyrics, quote, Here comes Satan. I'm the Antichrist. I'm going to kill you end quote. This is what then led to Michael violently stabbing his wife and kids. After saying a prayer, he then called 911 confessing to his crimes. So there are some strange things about this case, obviously. One of them is those lyrics don't exist in any Eminem song, and his lyrics can get pretty explicit and violent. I'm not sure if he was inspired by an Eminem song or another song or the character of Eminem because most of these artists put on a fake character or alter ego around their music. Sometimes, sadly, some people can't see the difference. They can't tell what's actually a character or a persona. Many celebrities do it, but I think some people that are not all the way there actually believe that that's their real character, or that's how they really are. So they get inspired to be psychotic, and it's like, no, Eminem was literally just being super edgy with his lyrics because it was making him so much money. Um, I don't think he's like that in real life. He seems to have a stable relationship with his daughter, seems like he minds his business in his own personal life. So yeah. Stop following and worshipping celebrities. I feel like that's what this episode is turning into. Michael also said he never had thoughts of ever killing his family before that early morning, saying he felt that something had taken over him. So that's kind of scary. Like, at least, you know, with some people that kill their families, there's some signs that they hated them. There's some premeditation. But this guy, apparently, there was not a shred of evidence that would suffice as a motive for why he would want to kill his entire family just like that in one go with just a knife. Um, So maybe something could be said for either, not that he was possessed, I mean I'm not going to completely believe his story but maybe something did take over him, maybe he did listen to some form of music and it had some effect on him, I don't know but not everything is what it seems and I feel like Some people are definitely more prone and sensitive to certain forms of media such as music and it can make them do things that the rest of us just can't believe and we automatically put labels of mental illness on them but maybe they are just reacting to certain frequencies that you might not be reacting to because you're not as low vibrational, who knows? Who really knows? Maybe he was just chatting complete shit which translation um that is british for lying and maybe he did want to kill them maybe he was on drugs i don't know i mean there's nothing that says he was on drugs but again it's very creepy that somebody could just have a whole family and kill them one day and nobody can figure out a motive and all he has to say is he listened to this eminem song and those weren't even lyrics from any eminem song so yeah very scary i've heard stories growing up about people listening to eminem songs and creepy shit happening but it's all stories and you usually don't make anything of it. a lot of eminem's older music, though lyrically very creative, can also be seen as depraved and extremely low vibrational because of the messaging. a lot of his lyrics, especially early 2000s era, it was fucked up guys. yeah some of the songs were bops but very very fucked up lyrics we have to admit that however with that being said i will not be blaming eminem for what this guy did this one's all on you michael you killed your family so yeah those were just some stories i saw i didn't want to kind of bombard you with loads and loads of stories because it could get kind of depressing but it's also interesting and if you guys are interested in more stuff like that please let me know because I did sort of kind of enjoy finding these stories for you guys and looking through them. I actually have a bunch more but I didn't want to kill you with them so yeah. We could do another part of this and other stories of people blaming things like movies because I've seen stuff like that people committing really crazy murders, and then saying that they were inspired by a certain TV show or a movie. Um, A lot of the things people say is, oh, this character in a film turned around and spoke to me and said I need to do this extravagant murder and go on this journey. So I find cases like that interesting too, because You almost wonder, was there a history of mental illness? Um, Is the person all the way there? Do they have a stable job? Are they a functioning human being? What can people around them say? Can people vouch for them that they were normal? Did something click later on? So yeah, that should be pretty fun. I've already got some episodes in the works for that. But yeah, guys, I mean, all I can say is... Again, be mindful of the music you listen to, because you don't want to murder the people you love. I'm joking, but not joking too. But yeah, seriously, just care about yourself, and the best way that you can care about yourself is actually being conscious about what you take in, and it includes the food you eat, the music you listen to, the things you watch, the things you pay attention to in the media, in the news. You just need to switch off sometimes and pay attention to yourself and your life, and just be in your own bubble and that's what i do sometimes i mean i didn't even know some of the shit that was happening in the uk a couple of days ago like everyone's going crazy about this murder that happened in nottingham which sounds horrible but i have not been paying attention to the media or the news or the world because i feel like it's very important for you to have those times to yourself and a lot of these things are here to influence you and kind of sway your thoughts and control your emotions and your feelings. With that being said, thanks for listening, guys. I really appreciate it. If you're into the strange, morbid, or curious, I'll see you in the next episode. Stay safe, stay curious, for real.